Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Cafe, where master business coach Erica Ross Krieger and her special guests teach you how to create true entrepreneurial wealth from the inside out. Grab your favorite podcast beverage and get ready for the Entrepreneur's Cafe. Now here's your host, Erica Ross Krieger. Welcome to the cafe, my friends. Well, get ready to be inspired and take copious notes because today we're talking to the leader in the podcast industry and monetization specialist, Doug Sandler, about the secrets for creating a successful podcast. So let me introduce him. Doug Sandler's been a successful entrepreneur and leader for 30 years. He's the CEO of Turnkey Podcast, an on-air host and talent expert, author, and amazing podcastologist. In 2015, Doug and his business partner cranked up their microphones for the first time as the nice guys on business. Today, their podcast has exploded on the podcasting space, being awarded iTunes' coveted new and noteworthy status in their first month of podcast production, and more recently, one of Inc.'s 12 podcasts that will make you a better leader. Since then, the nice guys have produced over 800 episodes with nearly 2.5 million downloads. Doug's interviews are a who's who of the business and pop culture world, having interviewed dozens and dozens of celebrities and business leaders from around the world. Doug's book, Nice Guys Finish First, is an Amazon bestseller. He's a nationally recognized speaker and shares his Nice Guys relationship-building message with businesses across the country. As a teacher and mentor in his flagship course, The Ultimate Podcast Launch Formula, Doug holds nothing back when it comes to helping his clients launch awesome podcasts, and I know that firsthand. I also know he'll hold nothing back today. I'm proud to call Doug Sandler my podcast mentor and my friend. Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Cafe, Doug. Wow, Erica, how cool is that? I love this. This is like this is like the the teacher getting like the fantasy amazing client coming through, the student doing all their things. Thank you, Erica, for having me here. And congratulations on the launch of the Entrepreneur's Cafe. Love it. Thank you, Doug. I couldn't have done it without you, babe. You're the wind beneath my wings, my <laughs> aunt, uh, my uh, podcast wings. I'm I'm wondering if we just dated ourselves by saying the uh, making a, a Bette Midler Beaches reference there. <laughs> <laughs> I just say we've both been entrepreneurs for 30 years. We started when we were five. Exactly. I'll, I'm willing to accept that. I've okay. always been a business builder. <laughs> Me too. So why don't you tell us how you got started in podcasting? You've done a lot of other things. So tell us about that. In 2013, Erica, I uh, went to reinvent myself and was trying to figure out what was the next step. A professional speaker was really what I think I was designed to, to do and to be in a trainer and a coach. And I love that idea. I just had no idea how to get that message out to the world. And so it took me a couple of years to get my feet under me. And when I finally ended up writing a book called Nice Guys Finish First, which you were so nice to mention in, the, in my intro. Thank you. I think my mom wrote that intro very well, didn't she? <laughs> when, uh, when I wrote that book, I was looking for an outlet to promote the book. And I was doing some shopping through some publicists and PR companies. And I was finding like, $2,500 a month, three grand a month. And I'm like, I don't have that kind of coin. And so... I knew that at that time, podcasting was really beginning to kind of catch fancy. And I thought, well, maybe we could launch a podcast. And I didn't really have any of the technical prowess to do that. So I went to my buddy at the time, 
a, a co-act through the agency that we are represented by, Washington Talent in uh, D.C., and I said, Strick, Strickland Bonner is his name, Strick, you want to start a podcast with me? And we both struggled and, and scraped and clawed our way through the entire startup process. The rest of it, I have no idea how it all came together. Just, you know, two guys with a positive attitude looking to, to get some success. And it's been amazing ever since. That's just wonderful. I love hearing the startup stories. And then also on the other side of it, I know all the success. So that's an inspiration for the entrepreneurs in the cafe. So let's talk about, if you can, like, why should people in the audience who are entrepreneurs, why should they consider podcasting? Well, you know, it's not for everybody. I mean, it, it, the way that I look at it, though, is everybody is a is a podcasting nail to my podcasting hammer. So <laughs> I look at it and try to say, okay, well, that person could fit into podcasting and that person could also. The thing that holds most people back is the struggles for things like technology and they're like, I don't have a personality, so I'm scared that I'm not going to really be entertaining to my crowd or, you know, things like that tend to hold people back or I tried that before and it didn't work. And so I look at it and try to put people under the a different magnifying glass. And that magnifying glass would be, hey, if you're an entrepreneur and you want a high visibility platform to share your message, podcasting is a great way to do it. If you want to create great joint venture partnerships, podcasting is a great way to do it. If you want to make money, podcasting is a great way to do it. And oftentimes those people in the beginning, you know, what is the expression? You can't push a rope. You right. know, it's like, I can't convince somebody to do it. So if there's somebody in your audience and they're like, ah, podcasting isn't for me, I probably wouldn't want to have a conversation with somebody that I have to convince that podcasting is for them. On the other side of it, the people that are ready to jump into a world that would be, you know, helpful for gaining momentum in the influence space, gathering a community or building a tribe and making money. Now we got something to start with. We can talk about that. Yeah, I know. When I was thinking about it, I think I was equally excited about it, but also fearful about it. I don't even know what some of that fear was, but I was sort of both. Yeah. And, I, and oftentimes I think the fear comes from the upper limits that we happen to set for ourselves. You know, I, I, I look at, um, at authors like, and, and counselors and practitioners like Gay Hendricks and think about, geez, you know, here is somebody that, that has said over and over again, the reason oftentimes we're not successful is not because the tool wasn't right. It was because our brain wasn't set in the right motion. And so for me, mindset is everything. Whether you think you can or you can, as Henry Ford would say, you're 100% right. So I really try to look at it and say, geez, I, I love this space and the timing was perfect and any time is right to get into podcasting. If you're somebody that is open to the possibility that something unique and foreign to you could be successful. That's so cool. Well, people can have kind of both of us on their team for this if they want it, which is <laughs> at the Entrepreneur's Cafe, we talk about creating wealth from the inside out. And I do, as you know, a lot of the EFT tapping to help them get past the fears. So I'll help them get past that. And you, you help them launch the podcast. <laughs> can, can I say this just about, I, I want to give you the, the props where you absolutely deserve them. I, I sat in on a, uh, an EFT, a tapping class that you put together and we're so gracious to gift to our community when, when you launched your podcast. And I don't think that I've ever focused as much in a short period of time on the element of money, which I re never really felt like I had an issue with, but realized in that session my gosh, I still have some issues as it relates to money. 
but it still hasn't held me back from being successful. So I imagine that if I, if I release that last little phase, how much more successful I actually could get to. So thank you. Three uh, times, baby, three times. <laughs> I hear you. I still have your script sitting right on my desktop. So I'm excited to get back to it when I have a moment to sit down and do it again. There you go. So, and then if we concentrate with them about getting out the fear out of the way for podcasting, just imagine where people will go. I agree with you. So what, um, what would you say are the top challenges for someone that's a new podcaster beside the mindset stuff? I think that people often get hung up in technology. And I don't know if this was where you got hung up when you first started, or maybe there was no hangups along the way. But oftentimes, the, the difference in launch versus failure to launch is many times, geez, I don't know how to put the, like, the microphone together. And I don't really know the apps for editing. And I'm not really sure how Zoom works from that perspective of recording. So how do we do this? And I got to tell you, when you start to realize how simple it actually is to put a podcast together, and I still think you're in that learning curve phase. So you might not even be past that side of it. But once you realize how easy it is, you're going to look back like in six months, Erica, and you're going to say, holy crap, why was I even focused on that being some, a mechanism that, that was holding me back? And oftentimes it comes down to not the mechanism, but the six inches between your ears. It's always that, isn't it? Oh my yep. goodness, goodness. Yep. Well, what uh, what tips do you have, Doug? I said we're going to call this show like the secrets to podcasting success. So come on, share. All right, so cool. So let me give you a really good one. There's a hidden gift that you get from podcasting that you don't even think about, not even consider it. And I don't even coach on until we get really into the advanced stages. And that hidden gift is not realized until you look back and you see that the amazing relationships that you have developed and that have evolved over the course of time. I have interviewed in my 1,100 episodes of the Nice Guys on Business podcast over the last five and a half years, I've interviewed probably close to 900 people at this point. My personal relationship with my girlfriend, JJ Flazanes, came as a result of podcasting and meeting her at a conference. I uh, have developed many joint venture partnerships with those that have sat in that guest seat and many people that have, in, that have been in my community have become extremely good friends of mine. Podcasting's hidden gift is the network of friends and business partners that you build. And that is completely unrelated to the message that you're sharing with your community or the products and services that you build. Now, that being said, a lot of the business that I've done through my podcast has come through those relationships as well. So I would highly encourage people to, even if you get into it and not really sure what you're going to do, what message that you're going to create, just the relationships that you build. My relationship with you, we're just in the infancy of that relationship that I see really blossoming into something that we could not only be great business partners and figure out ways to work together with referrals back and forth, but you're just a good person. Who wouldn't want to be friends with you? You sweetheart. And I feel the same. And I don't know that it's going to take me six months to figure that one out. I say right now for me on, on this end of it, yeah. oh my word, I've only done what this is my, will be my seventh episode and I've already met such incredible people. I know the network that you're going to create. And I look at it and think about the group that we have in Facebook, which it's a small group. I mean, there's only like 101 or 102 people in that group, but man, I've never seen a group so engaged as our group on Facebook. And those are all people that have gone through the launch program, which again is, is another hidden gift that I had no clue that I was ever going to get from this uh, business. And I also want to shine the spotlight on the fact that you are masterful at 
holding the space for people to do that, to create relationship, to support each other, even to have friendly competition. You're just masterful at that. And thank you, Erica. Thank you. It's wonderful. So any other tips or secrets for uh, people that are considering podcasting? Well, just know that there is money to be made in the podcasting world if you own a business and you're thinking about podcasting as a tool for you to use it as business development or lead generation. Your money does not all come from advertising and sponsorship. As a matter of fact, very little dollars come from advertising and sponsorship. It's going to come from things like selling your products and services to a community, even a small community of, uh, of listeners. JV partnerships, as I mentioned before, that you're going to get into and, and do that. Guest to client strategy, which is an interview-based selling product process that I talk about in our, in our program. Um, you're going to have the opportunity to have affiliate relationships with people that have products and services that closely align with yours without competing with yours that you'll make a percentage of every sale that's made. So there are, there are so many opportunities to make money in podcasting. So from a business side, it's great. From a passion perspective, it's wonderful too, because you get to associate and build your own tribe. You get to figure out who's going to be in your own audience by building a tribe based upon the message that you're creating for your, for your wannabe community. And then they're, they're going to become your, your tribe of people that will look to you as a leader. And I love that too, because I never considered myself a leader. And then I start to look back and I'm like, wow, we've got a lot of people that are following us. This is pretty cool. <laughs> it, it, it's wonderful. And there are so many people listening in on my podcast who are coaches and looking at you know, what's another way to bring it, have a revenue stream? And this is that and more. I mean, it's not just about, oh, it's a revenue stream. It it just expansive in a lot of directions, like you said, expansive in terms of relationships I build, income that comes in. It just opens up the world. And right now with the world feeling like it's closing down, I yeah, think it feels yeah. really good to open it up. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And and keep in mind that, you know, you're seven episodes into into many, many, many episodes that you're going to create through the lifetime of your podcast. Most podcasters, unfortunately, quit before 12 episodes. Because, and, and there's actually a term for it. It's called pod fade. So many of them quit before 12 episodes because they, they expect results overnight. They literally expect results. If they're doing a weekly podcast and they have 12 episodes out, so that's what, four months of or three months of podcast episodes, how do you know in 90 days if something's going to work or not? You've given it no effort. So, you know, I encourage people to, once you get in, just be committed, treat it like a business. It's not, you know, if you treat it like a hobby, you'll get hobby results, treat it like a business and you absolutely will get business results. I love that. And come into it for the long haul. Yep. Yep. I completely agree. Well, I did make mention of the course I went through, but you know, I'd like to hear you talk about the ultimate podcast launch formula course. and. Why did you build it? And what do we want to share with people about that? When we originally created the Ultimate Podcast Launch Formula, we were originally doing it strictly as an online course to create a passive income revenue stream. And what we were finding while the money was good at introducing the course to a, to a market at you know $500 for somebody jumping into the course, let's say, we were making money, but we were not really serving our community well because the failure rate was about 80%, which sucks. I mean, it's like, who wants to create a product that only 20% of the people have success with? Right. So after a really short period of time, I mean, literally less than 60 days, we said, this is good for making income, but it's not good for building a, a reputation. 
And so we went back to the drawing board using the same course, which we knew was solid, but added the elements of personal one-on-one coaching, you know, through a group coaching environment. And we added, um, we added the community, the Facebook community, and we added the accountability that a weekly office hours kind of environment could set. And the combination of this, what we call our hybrid program, group coaching, community, accountability, and a solid course, turned the tables on that success rate. Now we have an 80% success rate and a 20% failure rate. Now that's nowhere near still where I want it to be. So we're tweaking and working at the next level and you're a part of that too. It's okay, now that you've built your podcast, let's take it to the next level. We want to support people through just the launch. We want to get them beyond the launch and into the understanding what they have their hands on. And and, um, this course has been a dynamite in the creation mode and it's been really great to see, you know, such great results from folks like you that are in it and, and winning it. Thank you. One of the things that I loved about the course in the beginning was I was overwhelmed with, oh my God, what am I going to have to buy? And I knew nothing. I mean, I, I am an Apple computer user and I know about that. And sometimes people put on Facebook while they're doing an interview and you could see, and it looked like complex equipment and big microphones and and yeah, you guys yeah. broke it down and said all you have to do is just get this and this and this it was really <laughs> it's really yeah. simple well we wanted to make it as simple as possible because we know that those hurdles are the things that oftentimes hold people back and why complicate the situation i mean literally for less than 100 bucks or 100 less than 150 dollars you have a microphone and you can get all the accoutrement <laughs> for for probably less than 200 dollars and you're in the podcasting game that's good and bad though. It's got a low barrier of entry financially. So that's a, that's a good thing for people that want to do it that aren't deep pocketed, but it's also a bad thing in that you get the reputation of, man, so many people are getting in this. Is it saturated? Or look at all the people that are failing and they're not failing because podcasting isn't working well for them. They're failing because they're not actually working well for their podcast. I love that. And I was thinking about the coaching world. Now, I got into the coaching world way back in the day. I mean, come on, I've been coaching for 25 years. And I remember as time went on, people say, oh, the coaching industry is so saturated. But it's only saturated with other people, not you. You're, you're you. <laughs> and right. you're, you're going to have your podcast and you got to keep your eye on the ball with what your message is and what you want to do and why you're doing it. So that why, the why people do podcasts, you know, I had to get in touch with why I wanted to do it. Well, what's that expression? I think uh, Abraham Lincoln said, when's the best time to plant a tree 20 years ago? The second best time is today. (laughs) I mean, when I got in in 2015, people were saying, yeah, kind of it's seen its day. I mean, it's going to maybe peak, but, and now it's, it's at its infancy. Uh, we realize that. I mean, there's a billion with a B, a billion blogs that are out there. There's a million podcasts and 700,000 of those million are inactive. So you really only have a, a few hundred thousand podcasts in this sea of, of online world, especially the world we're in right now with, with COVID as where it's, it is as of the recording of this. You know, most people aren't moving further than their home. And what a great way to, to, to get leads going and develop business and joint venture partnerships and a monet, you know, monetizing what you do, you're already on the online space with Zoom. So it's not a far cry from turning on the camera and, and start hitting record. Let's go. Yeah, baby. So I know that we talked earlier prior to the, the recording here of your toolkit. Tell us about the toolkit and why people should go suck that up. 
So a lot of times what happens is people just don't know where to get started with any of this stuff. So we ask you just to take a step closer to us. And a step closer to us would be something like, hey, what side of the microphone actually appeals to you? Does the guest side of the microphone appeal more to you than the host side? So we have a guest course that we're willing to, to give away as a part of just getting on all these podcasts and doing our thing. So in the toolkit, you have our Be a Great Guest Workshop. Uh, you'll also receive Secrets of Top Podcasters Revealed, which is, a, uh, which is an ebook. And if you like, you're certainly welcome to take advantage of a 30-minute strategy building session with me. It's a no-selling session where people can see how does podcasting actually fit into their world, whether it's as a host or as a guest. So those three things are in the toolkit, and you just have to go to turnkeypodcast.com forward slash toolkit. Make it pretty easy. Perfect. I'll make sure we put that in the show notes as well as where people can find you. So what else What else would you share with the people that are on the fence or saying, why should I do this? I think oftentimes people um, let perfect be the enemy of done or they let, you know, something like, well, I don't really have a product or service that I have created yet. So I'm not really sure how, how podcasting will fit into my world. And I would tell you the best time to actually get started with podcasting. If you have no market, no tribe, no anything that you want, start a podcast, start talking to people that are interesting to you. What you'll discover is that you will in quick order, you know, imagine Erica, you know, we oftentimes talk about, well, how do you find who your market is and how do you know how big should your market be in order to be able to sell your market something? And imagine filling a conference room once a week with 20 people. Would that make you happy if you went into an office once a week and filled a conference room with 20 people and started sharing with a message? And they're not only listening to you because they have to be there because a boss sent them, but instead they're there because they voluntarily got up out of their chair and they came into your office and they sat down next to you and they started to listen to your wisdom. How great is that to be able to have that as your calling card every week, filling a room with 20 people. Now advance that to the next step, filling a room with a hundred people and then 500 people. And then every week filling a stadium of 20,000 people that are listening to your message because they voluntarily stepped out of their, their, their house and decided to listen to you in their car as they're driving to their office. Or it's just, it, it blows my mind to think about that. You don't need a 20,000 person audience to make a hit. You literally could have 50 people listening to your show, 20 people listening to your show. We had one guy, Lou Diamond, who was our first client of 200. <laughs> he is our first client. And he was one guy in our community that said, hey, I don't want to hear about any of your professional speaking stuff, but could you teach me how to do what you've done with your podcast? And I'm like, mm, interesting. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm willing to go, go for that little shiny object syndrome thing going on. I'd be interested in doing that, Lou. Um, what would you pay for that? And we, discuss, you know, we decided on a fee together. It was 500 bucks for a course of six months or $3,000. I paid him how to build a podcast. And at the time it was like, man, oh man, that was a really cool thing. He became the first, like I said, of 200 clients. And and so one person in your community that steps up and says something is totally cool. I love it. I know I'm in the right place and I hope people listening just get a sense of who you are and how much fun it is to play in, in your world and open up the possibility to jump in and start a pad, podcast because it's really been great for me. And I know that I didn't invite you on just so I could jump up and down about my own. I, I, invited you on because I love hearing you talk. I could sit here and talk podcasting on all day long. <laughs> anyway, so we'll make sure that we put into the 
notes uh, where the toolkit is, where people can find you. And there's more where this came from. Maybe we'll do another one at some point. Hey, I would, I would love that. And are you scheduled yet to come on my show? If you're not, we got to figure out how to get you on my show. I know you're a, a busy coach and a busy podcaster now, but I would love to have you on my show to share your message with my community as well. Because ha- I'm telling you, for the, if you have not, if you're listening, if you're, do you have a name for your community yet? Erica, you know, it's, it's like a, like the, the, the cafeettes or anything like that. Like you'll have to <laughs> they figure haven't named out. themselves yet, but, but we'll come up with that. Yeah. I got to come up with a community name. So our, our community is called the nice guys community. So it's, it's pretty fun to, to, to speak directly to them and specifically to, to individuals that are in our audience, but uh, your, your message and your services and the way you do things is, is quite unique. You have such a, a laid back attitude, but a, a totally effective way of doing what you do. If there's anybody that is in your community that would be in a position to hear more about what you do, I know they would love to step up and raise their hand and say, I want what Erica has. So don't forget, promote yourself too. And I, cause I'm promoting you. Cause I think that you do a great job at what you do. Thanks. Well, I'll make sure I give you a call and and get on. But I do want to thank you for taking your time today and sharing here in the cafe. We're recording this on a Friday, so go have a safe and wonderful weekend. And thanks for spending time with us, Doug Sandler. Thank you, Erica, so very much. And congratulations and best of success to you on your show. Thank you. Hey, my wealthies community, always remember that success is in your nature and true wealth begins as an inside job. Again, special thanks to our guest today, Doug Sandler. All of his information, including access to his podcast, The Nice Guys on Business, and the toolkit gift he mentioned will be right here in the show notes. Okay, production team, go ahead and take us out. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur's Cafe podcast. If you like the show, please rate, recommend, and review us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts so we can spread the positivity and the love of entrepreneuring from the inside out. Until next time, my friends, listen to your big entrepreneurial heart. Follow your passion, take that inspired action, and be boldly and brilliantly you. You can get more valuable advice and inspiration from Erica's free Entrepreneur's Toolkit over at ericarosscoach.com forward slash toolkit.